These days, you can hardly go more than a day or two without hearing the word gaslighter. A quick Google search reveals dozens of articles. Eight signs of being in a relationship with a gaslighter. Are gaslighters aware of what they do? Gaslighting, the mind game everyone should know about. The Urban Dictionary has a definition for gaslighter. Even our 45th president has been called a gaslighter. But when I wrote The Gaslight Effect 10 years ago, the term was virtually unknown, although the phenomenon itself was widespread. Gaslighting, I wrote, is a type of emotional manipulation in which a gaslighter tries to convince you that you're misremembering, misunderstanding, or misinterpreting your own behavior or motivations, thus creating doubt in your mind that leaves you vulnerable and confused. Gaslighters might be men or women, spouses or lovers, bosses or colleagues, parents or siblings. But what they all have in common is their ability to make you question your own perceptions of reality. Gaslighting is always the creation of two people, a gaslighter who sows confusion and doubt, and a gaslightee who is willing to doubt his or her own perceptions in order to keep the relationship going. As I saw it, that shared responsibility was the essence of gaslighting. It wasn't only emotional abuse, it was a mutually created relationship, I called it the gaslight tango, that requires the active participation of two people. Sure, the gaslighter caused the gaslightee to doubt her own perceptions of reality, but the gaslightee was equally intent on getting the gaslighter to see her as she wished to be seen. You're so careless, the gaslighter might say, and instead of simply laughing and replying, I guess that's how you see it, the gaslightee would feel compelled to insist, I am not, because she cared deeply how the gaslighter saw her. She couldn't rest until she had convinced him that she wasn't careless. I don't understand how you can be so extravagant with your money, the gaslighter might say. A non-gaslighty could reply casually, well, everybody's different, and it's my money, and go on about her life. But a gaslighty might spend hours locked in miserable self-reflection, wondering desperately whether her gaslighter might be right. As I wrote early in the book, The Gaslight Effect results from a relationship between two people, a gaslighter who needs to be right in order to preserve his own sense of self and his sense of having power in the world, and a gaslightee who allows the gaslighter to define her sense of reality because she idealizes him and seeks his approval. If there's even a little piece of you that thinks you're not good enough by yourself, if even a small part of you feels you need your gaslighter's love or approval to be whole, then you are susceptible to gaslighting. And a gaslighter will take advantage of that vulnerability to make you doubt yourself over and over again. Sometimes the gaslightee faces a greater penalty than mere disapproval. Perhaps she and the gaslighter are raising children together, and the gaslightee feels unable financially or emotionally to become a single parent. Maybe the gaslighter is an employer, and the gaslightee fears professional repercussions 
for challenging her boss or for leaving her job. Perhaps the gaslighter is a relative or an old friend, and the gaslighty fears repercussions within the family or the social circle. The gaslighter might also threaten the gaslighty with what I call an emotional apocalypse, a barrage of insults, threats of suicide, or a terrifying fight, something so upsetting that the gaslighty will do virtually anything to avoid it. Whatever the penalty, gaslighting depends upon the participation of both parties. The person doing the gaslighting is responsible for his own actions, but the gaslighty is also responsible for hers. Her vulnerability springs from her need to idealize the gaslighter, win his approval, or preserve the relationship at all costs. Of course, if the gaslighter threatens or engages in physical abuse, the gaslighty has another reason to be vulnerable, and then her priority may be less about ending the gaslighting and more about preserving her safety and that of her children. This mutual participation is the good news, because it means that the gaslighty holds the keys to her own prison. Once she understands what is happening, she can find within herself the courage and clarity to refuse the gaslighter's crazy-making distortions and hold fast to her own reality. When she can trust her own perspective, she will no longer need validation from the gaslighter or anybody else. When we consider gaslighting on a personal level, in love, friendship, work, and family, I still believe in that formulation. The essence of gaslighting is the gaslight tango, the dance between two people who each need the participation of the other.